This is a new dimension in sound. The sound here has been recorded on the tape magnetically. This is us. We're back. Oh my god. Oh my god, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Welcome to season two, episode one of A Dave in the Life. It's been a long time between drinks, but what can I say? The world has been in a weird fucking shit show of a place. So, over the next few episodes, we're going to chat to a whole lot of your favourite artists who are stuck in isolation in various parts of the world. If you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you got your podcasts. And if you'd like to keep up to date with all of the shenanigans that goes on in my world, Dave Radio is my handle. You can follow me on all the media platforms. But as the world is stuck on weird, to quote this episode's guest, why not kickstart this season of A Dave in the Life, one of the world's most beautiful weirdos, Tommy Lee. It's not often you can say the name of a drummer and people who aren't even into music go, I know who that guy is. Tommy Lee has not just recorded with Motley Crue, he has done so many things from television to his own solo project to just being a part of the cultural zeitgeist in a way that not many other musicians have. Tommy Lee joins us in this episode of A Dave in the Life, Season 2. Let's get fucking weird with Tommy Lee. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm not wearing pants because it just didn't feel right wearing pants to chat to you. So it's a little bit awkward for my workmates, but they can, they can get stuffed. I mean, it's not every day you get Tommy Lee on the show, right? <laughs> That's awesome. No pants. Can you uh, paint a picture for us, Tom? Whereabouts are you, mate? What's going on apart from just chatting to me, obviously? Um, what's going on? Got a new some singles out, some new record. What else is going on? It's just absolute craziness in California and well, the rest of the United States, as you know. No, I'm sure. Um, just trying to like make sense of it all. It's just everything's just out of control, dude. It absolutely is, man. We're fairly insular here in Australia. We've got this big, beautiful body of water around us. But I've been chatting to a lot of people. Uh, Brent from Shinedown last week was trapped in a hotel. Uh, our mates from Papa Roach are stuck at home. Uh, America is suffering. How are you coping with isolation? What's been keeping you in a good mental state apart from music? You, you know what? That that's pretty much it. I mean. God, I'm so, so blessed to have a recording studio here at my house. I mean, that's pretty much where I've been spending my time, you know. And even though I've got a new new record, you know, a, a full record coming out, man, I got like, I don't know, probably another six new things that I've been working on that are freaking awesome. So I've just been, I've just been like going to my happy place, you know, just making music and just kind of staying out of the way, you know. Excellent. Well, I'm glad your happy place has a recording studio. Uh, Mine, much like Happy Gilmore, just has someone doing weird things to my grandma. But let's move along from that. (laughs) The first two singles, uh, the new record is called Andrew. It comes out later this year. First two singles, Knock Me Down featuring Kilvane, Tops featuring Push Push. They're both great singles, mate. But if people are looking looking for Motley Crue Part 2, they're probably in the wrong place. Oh, for sure. And and if anybody is looking for that picture to figure that out years ago in 2000 when I, when I did my first like solo venture uh, into methods of mayhem, there wasn't anything anywhere near sounding like Motley Crue there. That was just, you know what I mean? Like this is where I get to kind of just do whatever it is I, I want to do. And uh, I read some post the other day, somebody who said, well, wow, man, this doesn't sound like Motley Crue at all. I'm like, 
Well, no shit. There's nobody from Motley Crue in it. Like, who even has a thought and types something like that? Like, duh. What the hell is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> if you're a Motley Crue fan and you hear these new songs uh, and you're a bit unsure, stick with them. I guarantee you will find something to love and, and gravitate and grab onto. But uh, I want to ask you a bit of a technical question. What is it about drummers that makes you all great beat producers? A lot of my most successful friends in dance music are former drummers. Is it an internal metronome that that just makes you want to produce beats? You know what that is, man? It's just, you know, ever since I was like a little kid, I've always been attracted to the beat, you know, whether it be rock music or my first sort of, you know, experiences listening to some with some super, super rad beats was funk music. You know, then then there was, you know, funk and then hip hop and rap and rap rock. And then like there's so many Jesus there's so many subgenres now. It's hard to even keep up. But it's just like I, it, I, I believe that, you know, yes, there's a lot of a lot of producers out there that are, are drummers. And that makes them, I think, extraordinary producers because they have a feel for what moves people. And that's just where that's where my head's at, man. And for someone, actually, for someone that let, that that digs Motley, a song like "Knock Me Down" with Kilvane, just full on, like, I mean, that thing, shit, that makes me want to break shit. Like, it sounds like, I mean, that's Motley on on steroids. So I I I don't know what people say when they say stuff like that. I'm like, really? Whoa, this is pretty this is pretty gnarly. This makes kickstart my heart sound like the Vienna Boys Choir. It is a killer tune. In fact, I had some people tell me to calm down when they heard it coming from my office this morning. So uh, if you're looking for a hard starter, check it out and knock <laughs> me down, featuring Kilvane. And, and, and as, yeah. as you said as well, if if you were in a Motley Crue and you think, oh, this is a little bit weird, think back to the 80s because you guys were fucking weird, but you were amazing. So anything that generally is great yeah, has a shade of weirdness to it, right? Of, of course it does. Yeah, it, it totally does. And it is, and it's funny. And even like a, a a song like Tops, I mean, I hear that just banging in a club. I mean, that's something that you would, or it's, or to me, it's like music. Uh, that that one makes you want to be around a female for sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's that kind of vibe, man. And and the whole record's like that. It's really eclectic. And what I did uh, for Andro is one whole side all male energy, and the flip side of the record is all female energy. So depending on what kind of vibe you're in, there's really something for everybody. Absolutely. And look, I would have said Tops was a great song as well, but I'm never going to be able to to that tune because I've just got to hear your creepy voice whispering into my ear. (laughs) That's awesome. play games I don't win when we played games I see you lost heart I don't write songs I write sin as you said, Andrew is the album title, and you've got Flip, uh, one side it's celebrating greatness in men, on the B side it's celebrating greatness in women, or vice versa, but 
Androgyny has always been a great curiosity in rock and roll music. We think back to someone like David Bowie. That was, it was incendiary. It was world changing. But now it's, it's a totally different yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and even Motley. Here's a bunch of guys, man. We were dressing, <laughs> we were dressing like girls with makeup and high heels. Like, I mean, it, this this is nothing new. This this is not rocket science. Like. There's the, every man has a, a a a female side to them, and vice versa. Every every female has a little bit of a, a little bit of tomboy in in them. Like it is what it is. It's 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 natural. <laughs> There's nothing weird about it. Wait, well, we're loving the singles thus far, so we can't wait to hear more of the release. So, one thing I want to ask you a bit of a, a curly question, I guess, in a sense. You've always kind of managed to attach yourself to the cultural. Zeitgeist. A lot of classic rockers are always, you know, pigeonholed into being just that. But you've always managed to kind of exist in that strange nether region between uh, what was cool, what is cool, and what will be cool. How and why do you think you're always strangely in that middle? You you, you managed to kind of stay ahead of that curve a bit. You know, I I, I don't know. I think just, you know, like I said earlier, just at a young age, you know, and being a drummer, I've always been attracted to beats. And if something, um, you know, everything is rhythm-based, if something moves me, I'm like, whoa, and it physically is moving my body, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. So there's so many kinds of music, um, not just rock and roll, that, that moves me. So I don't know, man. I'm always, I, I feel like I have my, my finger on the pulse as to what's, what's dope and maybe what's coming up. That, that someone might not be uh, might not know about that I think they would enjoy or um, it, it, and if it isn't out yet I'm trying to create it you know I'm trying to make something that nobody's made yet you know so I oh, mean I'm all, I'm always pushing forward dude never backward. Edro is the album title. Tommy Lee is the man. The two singles you may have heard knock me down featuring Kilvane and Tops featuring Push Push. The new record is out. A little bit later this year, uh, who are you drawing your musical influences from right now? We're all only only a sum of our parts, so I guess. Tommy, uh, what music is inspiring you to make more music? There's been some stuff out there that every once in a while something something sneaks through and you goes and you go, whoa, what the what is this? And um, for me, that's been a project called Death Grips. Have you heard of Death Grips? Yes. Oh man, is that ever heavy? My friend, my, my buddy Danny, who used to play in Nine Inch Nails, is the one who turned me on to Kilvane. That's how I, that's how I just kind of discovered him was through a friend, and I listened to his stuff, and I was like, oh my god, I got the perfect track for this guy. And Push Push, so she's got that South African vibe uh, in her rap, which kind of reminds me of Diane Wood, which I I really dig. She's a firecracker. Um, oh my God! There's another guy named Oizo. A fantastic French producer, Oizo. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, that's wild. You're familiar with this stuff. Sometimes when you do interviews <laughs> with people, they, you know, they, they, they're generally just they, they know about a lot of rock music, and you start mentioning names like Oizo, and they're like, "Huh? What's that? Is that pasta? That Orzo stuff?" <laughs> that big bass heavy era of Oizo, Busy P, Kavinsky, all that type of stuff was absolutely amazing. I don't understand how people cannot be into all music, Tommy. It is all amazing. There's something great even in the worst of it. 
Yeah, I, I, I know, man. It is. It's so crazy. There's so much wild shit out there. And I think part of me, a big part of me, is wanting to, I'm always wanting to turn people on to something they may or may not have heard before, you know, and all of a sudden they're like, whoa, I didn't know about this. And so some of the flavors on Andro um, are definitely, uh, you know, I'm turning some people on to South, some South African style rap and there's some f- amazing guy another guy named pavin from the foreign beggars is on the record it's got got that kind of dizzy rascal vibe you know there's beautiful stuff too uh some really beautiful edm sounding stuff on the female side and some gnarly shit uh on the female side also so uh, at the end of the day it's a really fun record from from, from from top to bottom, man. I think everyone's going to dig it. Well, we're loving the singles thus far, so we can't wait to hear more of the release. So one thing I want to ask you, a bit of a, a curly question, I guess, in a sense. You've always kind of managed to attach yourself to the cultural zeitgeist. A lot of classic rockers are always, you know, pigeonholed into being just that. But you've always managed to kind of exist in that strange nether region between uh, what was cool, what is cool, and what will be cool. How and why do you think yeah. you're always strangely in that middle? You, you you managed to kind of stay ahead of that curve a bit. You know, I, I I don't know. I think just, you know, like I said earlier, just at a young age, you know, and being a drummer, I've always been attracted to beats. And if something, um, you know, everything is rhythm-based, if something moves me, I'm like, whoa, and it physically is moving my body. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. So... There's so many kinds of music, um, not just rock and roll, that that moves me. So, I don't know, man. I'm always I, I feel like I have my my finger on the pulse as to what's what's dope and maybe what's coming up that that someone might not be uh, might not know about that I think they would enjoy. Or um, it, it, and if it isn't out yet, I'm trying to create it. Excellent. We can't wait to hear more of this record. We're going to wrap this up real soon, mate, before uh, the bosses come in in the background and tell me to stop. So I want to squeeze in a couple of questions okay, that, I, that I like to ask everybody uh, who comes on the show, even our Prime Minister cop these questions. What was the first record that you ever got as a musical fan? Do you remember what that first piece of music was? Did you buy it? Did you steal it? Do you still own it? That, was, for me, was physical graffiti. Oof. Led Zeppelin. And... And, and and I'll tell you another one, but it's kind of embarrassing. But I don't know, man. It was, I guess, sort of my first maybe, uh, you know, introduction to to some pop music. Man, I, I mean, I'm talking young, like it, the Osmond Brothers. I was like, what the, like, what is this? Like, it, you know, and it's, it's almost it's almost embarrassing to say, but I kind of dug them, you know. And then, but but when I when I heard Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath and you know, I started hear, listening to shit like that. I got turned on to that stuff from my best friend's older brother had a, a record player and this badass stereo. And we'd go over to his house and listen to these records. And I was like, what the fuck is this? That is so amazing. That, so that's how that all started. Yeah. That is amazing. Crazy, and of course, uh, the legendary <laughs> John Bonham, arguably the greatest drummer of all time. It's a, a great place to start. I think we've all got some... Some skeletons in the closet musically, so uh, no, nothing nothing shameful there, mate. Uh, strange hobbies. Uh, yeah. We've been finding out a lot of really strange hobbies, uh, like the boys from Seven Dust are right into uh, riding ponies and collecting antiques and 
the guys from Dream Theater are big barbecue fans. Uh, is there any strange hobbies that you have that we might not know about? Are you a secret uh, crocheter or maybe you're a knitter in your downtime? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm trying to think of str- nothing like weird like that. Like, fuck, I'm such a tweaker. Um <laughs> I've just been, I've been like really like just educating myself on, uh, on, you know, the new technology in the music world. I mean, every day a piece of software comes out or a new synth or, you know, shit like that. So I'm always trying to see what, what's possible. What, what can you do with this shit? You know, what's, what's cool. Um, I don't know, flying my drone around the neighborhood, you know, but, <laughs> spying on their backyard, see what they're doing by the pool. I don't know. Shit. Um, <laughs> what else have I been doing? Fuck. You know, just shit, barbecuing. Uh, you know what I've been doing, dude, a lot actually during this whole pandemic thing? I've been fucking, you know, I've been at home, which is, for me, you have to understand, this. it's odd because I'm, I'm never home. I'm yeah. always on tour. So, so this is probably, this is the first time in a long time uh, where I've actually got to enjoy my home. I would often sit there and go like, why do I even have a fucking house? I'm never there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just enjoying it, man. <laughs> and that weird reverse Crazy. polarity we're right. finding from a, a lot of American and Surrey rock stars is most of the time your family saying, geez, I wish my partner was home. And then after three, four months of you being at home, they're like, would you just fuck off and go on tour again? You had too much to deal with. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Oh, dude. Uh, Crazy, crazy. Fantastic, mate. It's a pleasure to chat to you. Uh, I was penciled to come over in uh, September of this year, of course, until this shit show happened. But hopefully uh, next year, hopefully we can lock you down and and have a beer in person uh, in the States at some time in a healthy way. Yes, that would be awesome, man. Let's let's hope... um when people say, God, I can't wait till it gets back to normal. I don't think it was ever normal. It's just like, <laughs> I just hope that everybody takes care of themselves and we just get, get through it, man, because, uh, uh, this shit is definitely on, on, it's stuck on weird right now. Right. <laughs> right. So hopefully I'll see you soon, man. Fingers crossed, mate. Thanks for taking the time to chat to us. You take care of yourself and don't forget to wash your hands. Yeah, you too, dude. Keep it clean. <laughs> Take care, brother. See ya. <laughs> All right, buddy. You too, man. Have a good one. How amazing is Tommy Lee? His brand new record, Andro, is coming out later this year and three huge singles out already. The brand newbie featuring Post Malone, one for all the cool kids out there. If you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and then every time we upload an episode, it will arrive directly into your listening device. If you can, give us a follow on the social medias. Davo Radio is my handle. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Take care, wash your hands, stay safe, and remember to be nice to people. Just never know what someone's going through. Laters. This is a new dimension in sound. The sound here has been recorded on the tape magnetically. This is us. We're back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Dice. (laughs) Dice.